listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle Podcast with Monica Woodhams. Influencer Girl Lifestyle is all about connecting you with top entrepreneurs, influencers, and celebrities who are sharing their secrets to living the influencer life behind the Instagram filters. So get ready to learn the ins and outs about influence, some girl talk, from dating to shopping for Gucci belts, and of course, the all-too-frequent debate over mimosas versus Bloody Marys at brunch. Here's your host and go-to for all things influencer lifestyle, Monica Woodhams. Hey, y'all. I'm here today with Nicole. She is a New York Times bestselling author and current host of the CW's business reality competition show, Hatched. She is Redbook Magazine's first ever money columnist and the first female money expert of the year winner for the second year running. Her third book, Becoming Superwoman, is set to be released in March 2019. So welcome, Nicole. So excited to have you on the podcast. So excited that you said y'all, too. That makes my heart happy. <laughs> I'm from Texas originally, so I just can't let it yes, go. girl. Well, I'm in Atlanta today. I, I lived here for four years. There's really no excuse that I use all. It's y'all. It's just a good word. It's the best word. Really, everyone should use it. Totally agree. So I'm really excited to have you on because this is really the most relevant time to have you on to talk about holiday shopping and budgets. And, you know, there's like this meme going around right now. I'm sure you've seen it, but it's basically like me spending like my paycheck on gift for, gifts for myself instead of for my friends. <laughs> I haven't seen that, but that sounds like my kind of meme. Right? I know. So I feel like we can all really just relate to the holidays just hit us. It's like so fast. All of a sudden it's Thanksgiving and then we're thinking about Christmas, Hanukkah shopping, like just everything. And then we're also like, well, it's not like I'm making more money, even though I have more things to spend on. So that's right. Yeah. So and then we don't have time. We don't have money. And that happens most of the year. But in the holidays, feel the pain even more. So my mission, Monica, is that you don't lose any of either time or money and take control of both. Yes, I love it so much. So what is your first tip that you have when it comes to staying on budget during the holidays? It's just in that very sentence. It's a budget. When people say they blew their budget for the holidays, it's so funny because I say, did you even have a budget? <laughs> and oftentimes they're like, no, but I had a general idea. And I'm like, that general idea is not going to help you, sister. So I think the first thing to do is really come up with a list. It's good enough for Santa. It's good enough for us, Monica. And figure out who you want to send stuff to. So uh, you want to send something to a family member. You want to send something to a friend. You want to send something to a coworker. Write down who those people are and write down exactly what you want to spend on that. My next tip, and this is the cake I'm on all holiday season this year, is Send money. We all want money. We all need more money. And some people think it might not be personalized or thoughtful, but there are great ways to do that by just including a note. So sending your brother $35, let's say that was in your budget, and you go to a store and you might see something for $45 and you're like, oh, my brother would really love this hoodie or whatever. I'm just going to get it for him. Well, guess what happened? You just got off budget, and who 
who knows if your brother actually wants that hoodie. Your brother maybe is going to return that hoodie. But instead, you could send him exactly $35 with Zelle, and you can say, hey, this is for your favorite, you know, eggnog cocktail next door. Get three of them, not all on one day, but here's what I'm thinking of you for. And you can write that in that note, and ultimately, your brother can do whatever he wants with it. Um, he can go get those cocktails or he can put it towards something he really wants, but you stayed on budget. He gets exactly what he wants. He then knows you're thinking of him and everybody wins. Yeah, I do like that because I will say, just like you mentioned, there is that little bit of fear, like, oh, that doesn't feel very personal. Uh, but at the end of the day, I think that we all as a generation are kind of getting sick of just having stuff. And that happens a lot with the holidays is that we're just like gifted these like random stocking stuffers that we don't even know what to do with. And then we end up feeling guilty throwing them away or whatever. So this actually does make a lot of sense. I feel that way so much. I have a whole closet full of like scented candles. And like (laughs) I recently found like random pink gloves that somebody gave me. And even if I wanted to return them, I couldn't do that because I have no idea where they came from. And I don't actually think anyone would want them as a re-gift anyway. And so studies have shown about 60% of people want money for the holidays. Um, And especially going into the new year, we're going to want more money. And that can go toward, you know, paying up your student debt. That can go toward whatever is going to make you better and whatever you ultimately want. But absolutely, you're right. We cut back on extra stuff. And we all kind of know when we get a re-gifted thing anyway. (laughs) So ain't nobody want that. It's so true. So speaking of, like, kind of accumulating stuff, this is a dangerous time of year because you know there's so many online shopping deals like I feel like every day in my inbox it's like 40% off to wherever and then tomorrow it's like and now 50% off and all of a sudden it's like we could just be online shopping all day because there's all these quote-unquote deals so how do we control ourselves when it comes to spending online because I'm going to be the first to admit that Monday night I went down the rabbit hole of online shopping and almost bought monogrammed soaps just <laughs> because. because why not? It happened in the rabbit hole. I get, I get you. <laughs> MW monogram soap for the win. But did you do it? No, I didn't. My friends okay. have talked me out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You have good friends. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, listen, that happens to all of us. I mean, my email inbox had exploded. It hasn't now. And I'll tell you why. Because I created a special account just for all of my online shopping. So you can do the same thing. Create like Monica shopping at gmail.com or whatever. I don't know if that's taken, but something (laughs) along those lines. Um, So all of your emails go into one place. When you do need that sale email, you can find it. But for the rest of the time, you can just put your blinders on and you won't be tempted because, you know, we all have crappy days in retail therapy seems very tempting, especially when it's exploded your email inbox. So just safeguard yourself from yourself during those times, <laughs> create a separate account, or just go ahead and take a moment to unsubscribe from a lot of the sale emails that you're getting that are stalking you. Um, there are a couple of services that help you do that on um, rolled 
me, I think is one of them where it can go through and automatically do it, or you can set up some um, filters in your email inbox so you don't get bombarded with them all the time. I love that so much because yeah, shot like the second Black Friday hits, it's just like a whirlwind. And there's so many, there's also that like impulsive piece to it, which, and you can probably speak to kind of impulsive shopping as a whole, whether it's online or in person, but how, for someone who does have tendencies to impulsively shop, what is your biggest tip? So clear your cookies on your computer. These are not delicious cookies. These are mean <laughs> cookies. Um, they're very smart things that brands, retailers, advertisers use to help remind you when you've looked at something. So like, do you ever notice if you've looked at a pair of shoes or whatever, and then that pair of shoes is like following you on the internet, yes. on the side of your email or Facebook, and and maybe in a time of weakness, you're like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to get those shoes because they keep following me around. Well, you can go to, it's depending on what browser you are, go to your settings. You can also do it on your phone through your settings and you can clear your cookies. And that clears all of the information that that browser has on you. Wherever you've been, you will no longer see those ads stopping you. So that's a really good way to clear out that potential temptation uh, to get you off track. That makes so much sense. And it's something that I think we don't even really realize because I mean, when the cookies are working, they're just like subconsciously showing us this like pair of shoes over and over and over again. So that's such an easy way to just clear it out. I love that. So when it comes to picking out gifts, and staying on budget, what happens when you find the perfect, perfect gift for someone, but it's just not in your budget right now? So, like, I know for me, like, for my mom, like, there will be this moment where it's, like, two days before Christmas, and all of a sudden I find the most perfect thing, and I'm like, okay, I know she deserves this so much because she's my mom and she's the best, and she would love it so much but it would really be stretching myself. So what does one do? Do you think your mom, is that a gift to your mom for you to stretch out? Yeah. I don't think so. And so (laughs) I think either you (laughs) stick to something that works for you, which I think your mom would love even more, or you go in on it with other family members and you can split it together um or you can use velcro that too you can just come up with something evenly so it's not competitive it's not like and i don't know if you have siblings it's not like oh yeah my sister brother or whatever got mom something more fantastic no no we all got it together and it was all thoughtful and i think that your mom is going to like the idea that you get to your budget yeah you're right because if I if I'm making myself like, your soul sister, I'm just your surrogate. You are my sister now. I hope you don't mind. Because it's so it's like I need your like your voice like surrounding me when shopping because you say that and I'm like whoa whoa you're so right like my mom does not want me to like overextend myself like that. My hunch is that your mom is not going to love you less if she got a different kind of present, even though I know one fantastic thing, you know, you think she might love. I I actually think that personalizing it, 
uh, by sending money or splitting it with other family members is really the way to go. The, the present of staying on track for yourself, I think, is ultimately going to be a good gift for her later on. So true. Because I think you don't end up on her couch. She doesn't want you broke on her couch. <laughs> I was just going to say that. I was like, and that way, three months later, I'm not calling <laughs> for for a little Whole Foods gift card. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Being almost 29 is real fun. Uh, okay, so the last question, and this is kind of the big one, and it's about the unexpected holiday travel and almost the unexpected cost of holiday travel because we all know holiday travel is more expensive but we kind of like forget that I was actually talking to my best friend today and she was looking at flights for her and her husband to go on vacation after Christmas and she was like wait I forgot that everything's like three times more expensive so what advice do you have around traveling during the holidays and really keeping those travel costs low you can always split costs whenever possible. Um, you know, if you are going with the family member, it's always great to, you know, one person pays for it. If that person is a points junkie, they will be very excited because then they will get all the points uh, <laughs> on their account and then everybody can pay them back later. Um, and so I would say when you're going in on that, that's a great way to minimize IOUs as well. Mm. So just split it in the same way that you would have for your mom's, you know, whatever fantastic thing that you and your brothers and sisters came up with for her. So I think just keep that in mind. And then also when you're sending money, you can have a note, whether it was for that spiked cocktail we talked about earlier or the hoodie or a pumpkin spice latte, or to send money to a friend and say, hey, this is for that checked bag that I know you won't spring on for yourself because you always smoosh everything in one carry-on bag, and I see you sitting on it, and you're going to bust it soon. So here is my present to you. You know, I'm sending you money, and you please check your bag. something along those lines or get a quick massage at the airport or, you know, have a cocktail at the airport. Um, I think those are other really thoughtful gifts uh, because you do then get credit for having that thought. And even if you aren't there with them. Right. That's amazing. I love that. So my very last question for you is, when it comes to treating ourselves during the holidays, what is your biggest piece of advice? Because we should all treat ourselves, but that doesn't mean going and running to Chanel and buying a bag, right? So what what do you recommend when it comes to treating ourselves in a way that is going to feel really good, is going to feel special, but isn't going to break the bank? I think you have to always, all year round, account for small indulgences, whether it's the holidays or whether you're starting the new year out right with your own spending plan. I talk about a spending plan a lot of times in the, instead of saying a budget because it feels as 
like it's something more sustainable, uh, like an eating plan. A spending plan allows you for those small indulgences, so the equivalent of a Hershey's kiss, so you don't end up binging on a big old hunk of chocolate cake in the middle of the night. So the equivalent <laughs> would be like buying yourself a latte instead of that Chanel purse that you just mentioned. So I break down a spending plan into 70% going to the essentials, 15% going to the end game, which is your future self, which is going to be that awesome, retired Monica who will not be on your mom's couch eating cat food, that future self you're saving for, and then no more than 15% to the extras. So the mani-pedi, the latte, the yoga class, whatever does it for you. Once you start cutting everything out full turkey is when you get yourself in trouble because then you feel so starved and you feel so deprived. And that's what happens a few months later, then you do blow it on the Chanel purse. So really make sure to stay on track by allowing yourself those small indulgences this time of year. I love that. And I love the reminder of doing that just throughout the year. And it doesn't only have to be during the holidays that we are treating ourselves, making reminding ourselves just how special we are. And really, like yeah. that latte, it can be something so small but if you do it consistently then it feels like even better honestly than that big purchase that in the moment you're like this is really exciting and then it's like womp womp because it's kind of just the thing at the end of the day yeah it's a sustainable lifestyle that you want to stick to it's not a crash fad diet it's not Mm -hmm. something that you're gonna end up binging on later on because that's not going to help you in the long run. I think this is really about creating a sustainable financial lifestyle that you want to stick to. And that's why we work so hard. It is for that latte or the small things and the small indulgences in life. So don't cut those out because it's just not going to be realistic. Absolutely. I love that so much. Such an amazing reminder. So for anyone who is like having a wake up call, like a light bulb moment, like, okay, this is so true. What Nicole is saying, it's about having a sustainable financial lifestyle. Where can they learn more about you? Where can they find you? Where can they get it all? (laughs) Well, I say get it together and get it all. Um, And I am here to help you do that. You can head over to NicoleLeppin.com and I will put together a special site if you want for a free download of my last book, Boss Bitch. Um, and I can do that at NicoleLeppin.com slash influencer girl. Amazing. That's going to be so perfect. Oh, and there you go. There's my present to you. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Nicole. This was so helpful. And even for me right now, I'm just like having all these kind of light bulb moments where I'm like, oh my gosh, that makes so much sense. I need Nicole just like speaking to you, girl. (laughs) So, So I hope everyone else listening feels the same way. Really appreciate you taking the time to come on the podcast. Thank you. I will come back anytime because now we're sisters from another mister. Thanks for listening to the Influencer Girl Lifestyle. Love this episode? Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. For show notes and free resources on living out your influencer lifestyle, head over to monicawoodhams.com forward slash podcast.